0: Hi Hi oh let me God. let me elongate my hi. Hi, hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> Extra, extra read all about it. Haven't
1: seen you in a while.
0: haven't seen you around these
1: parts) <laughs> <laughs> That's what white people say when they got their pitchforks ready for you.
0: (laughs) Honestly, as soon as I said it, I literally saw a white hood in my mind. (laughs) Oh my gosh! And that's probably very dark humor that I shouldn't have said. I'm so sorry to
1: anyone. Hella dark.
0: Hella dark. But that's me, queen of dark humor. Anyway, um, so yeah, welcome to. Oh wait, 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 wait! Gotta introduce ourselves. You know. Oh yeah. I am the fabulous (laughs) Kira (laughs) Dawn,
1: And I am the Carvaceous (laughs) (laughs) Blank.
0: Mickey Parker. Hey,
1: Professor Queen.
0: (laughs) Hey, Professor Ogilvy. Hey,
1: Professor Ogilvy
0: girl listen okay i cannot i cannot shout out to the parkers but welcome to another week of the keep it lock podcast if you're new here welcome if you've been rocking with us thank you we love you so let's hop into it Mm, mm, the orange mm, one mm, got the covid's
1: <laughs> fake news, fake fucking news. <laughs> you think
0: he's lying?
1: I think the bitch lying. That
0: honestly. bitch was breathing mighty hard.
1: I mean, I, I feel like the bitch got it, but I think she lying about um like having it, like you know. What I'm did, saying? You like, her, did, you, did you call her? Did you call her? I mean, because Donald Trump is stunt queen. She is stunt queen. So, I'm going to address her,
0: you know. Very much so, a stunt queen. I must agree. (laughs) I must agree. Because this is stunts. Like, going
1: on the balcony of the White
0: House and snatching the mask off after you was up in there fighting for your life and trying to... Mm -hmm. He probably Mm -hmm. still fighting for his life. I don't know. But it was just a hot fucking mess. You said that it was fake news. you acting like the virus. And then when he tweeted about the way that we've lived with the flu, we need to learn how to live with COVID. I'm like, bird. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. This and like Twitter, been... that was hilarious on Twitter, though. All y'all responses, shit.
0: Hilarious. Thank you. Thank you for that night. Because I don't know what was going on that night, but it literally turned everything around. It just and wow, How it old now. is
1: Donald Trump? She like seventy three, right?
0: She's dust.
1: Okay. She's the same She's, age as Dust. Okay, okay. Because I saw that and I was just like, okay. That I feel like the tweets made that night even funnier because it was like all y'all hell is hot and y'all making all these goddamn jokes about. Uh, I think God was people.
0: laughing with us.
1: <laughs> and I never really wished harm on people. I've I
0: never, I've never wished that type of harm on someone
1: and then seeing that it reminded me of 0-9 Twitter where niggas was just popping jokes left and right and nobody it wasn't think peace Twitter it was no the
0: only thing where it came into think peace when the jokes was over was Mm -hmm. when um, Ava DuVernay who was the director Mm -hmm. of the Central Park 5 what's this um, now they see us what's the name of it
1: when they see us? When they see us, I have not okay. seen
0: it. I can't. I can't. I'm not watching it. I can't. Everyone talked about how traumatic it was, and I just was like, I'm good on that.
1: Okay. Y'all know I don't watch Black Trauma. I tell y'all that every weekend. I'm so fucking serious. I and, don't watch Black
0: trauma. I guess, I mean, I watch Love, Lovecraft Country, but I don't feel like that's. I just can't. I, I don't know. I just cannot watch When They See Us. I can't watch 12 mm-hmm. Years a Slave. I can't watch. But I could watch Django, which is definitely a con- contradiction as a motherfucker. Like,
1: I enjoy mm-hmm. Django, which is... Still never seen it. It's
0: it's problematic, but great. I don't know. <laughs> I went to the movies to go see it on New Year's Eve, and I will say that I love...
1: Oh, God. I love... Her, why? I why love Tarantino movies. Huh? Why were they mad
0: at Ava? Okay, so they... Sorry, we got off a little track. But they were mad at Ava because she said she wished him well, meaning she wants him to get better. And she was... Basically, the tweet was along the lines of, you know, I hope you get better, but when you get better, we're voting you out. And so what's
1: problematic about that?
0: I guess they were like, why would you wish well to someone? Um, why would you wish well to to him? And he's the reason why the Central Park Five ended up going to jail because he advocated for their arrest and Mm. you know that's what it was it was like why are you showing um any type of empathy towards him which Mm -hmm. i mean and she was like that's just not how i was raised to wish death upon someone and i was just like girl that's fair it's fair and i just feel like sometimes with social media it's like they're always looking like the pitchforks have to come out all the time, and it's just like I don't think that was a particular situation where she, you guys, had to go on this like dragon session of Ava. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should have, but I mean, I wouldn't I, have. Ga- I wouldn't have gave it that much.
1: I feel the exact same way you do, and I saw them tweets and I rolled my damn eyes because I think the thing that people forget is that Ava works in entertainment, and y'all saw how they got Kathy Griffin the fuck out of here when she was like. With the fucking smashed in face and shit, and her career was over. Ava has a career to protect and a brand, and some of the people that she worked with voted for the niggas. So, but she
0: could have also just not said anything
1: at all. I mean, but why does her voice have to be silenced just because she's in a position of power? I feel like it was no. I mean, thinking. like,
0: it just didn't have to be, like, she didn't have to say shit at all.
1: No, not to you. I'm just saying, in the in the scheme of this conversation. Yeah, not silencing
0: clear, her, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't really, it didn't, it could have just not. Uh, I just, I don't know I'm just saying it could have just not been said period and I I think I don't know I just wouldn't have gave him that piece like I just was happy I was just like now we wait
1: you know I'm a (laughs) when they see us nigga but um what I was gonna say uh I feel like freedom of speech if you and that bitch you won't wish him well by all means does that mean I have to support your products fuck no our projects whatever I'm not saying I won't do that with her I'm just saying just because everybody's on the same accord for one thing doesn't necessarily make it right Right, so that's my frame of thought on that. And I like, know I old people, I don't know
0: that. if she's from the south, but I know how how older raised people are. Like, you know, they're not gonna wish death on someone. It's like, you know, how your grandma used to be like, don't say the word lie, mm-hmm. you say fib or something like that. Oh, I used to hate that. I used to hate that. My great grandmother used to be like, don't use that word.
1: And what if I do? <laughs>
0: Oh my God! My grandma, my grandma would have got the switch. Okay, she
1: would have made me go get the switch off the tree. Oh, I was—I used to always say shit under my breath. I'd be like, "Y'all getting on my fucking nerves," and I'd just walk to the back. <laughs> Ooh, I know you was a hot fucker. I was too. I was Ooh. I cool down in high school though. Shout out to you. I did not. I, I cooled
0: down. I
1: mm, calmed down. down when I used to smoke. So I used to be like, y'all get on my nerves. Yeah, when smoke. I started smoking, Bye. I
0: calmed down a lot. I used to be on 10. <laughs> I've calmed down tremendously. If you know me then, you know me now. I've
1: calmed down tremendously. They know to drugs kids, remember the dare dogs. Anybody. Girl, whatever. anyway. <laughs> Anyways, moving, along to, moving along
0: to other things. Shout out to Ava Duvernay. Um, yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. And I do not wish that nigga well. Um. No comment. You, I say it. Do not wish that nigga well. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Um, Kelly Rowland is pregnant. Oh, Miss Mamas is pregnant. Yes. yes.
1: Oh, I love my favorite sis. Congratulations,
0: Kelly. Come on to the show whenever you're all here. Yes, come on to the show. She uh she debuted at the pregnancy
1: um yeah. on Women's
0: Health magazine. It's the magazine cover spread. Her and her mm-hmm. husband, Timothy, uh I want to say Timothy. Tim Weatherspoon <laughs> are expecting a child. We don't know the the gender, the sex of the the sex of the child. I hope it's a girl. I hope it's a girl. I don't know. Whatever she's happy with, I don't care. But mm-hmm. I think she looks beautiful on the cover. I think it was beautifully shot, and I'm so excited for her. We have another we have another Destiny's Child. I'm so happy
1: because yeah, because uh, Kelly already has uh, Titan. She already has
0: Titan. Name. So and I'm he's excited. He's about to be
1: six. Their family is so beautiful, and I'm so happy for her. But I feel like they go push back the album so. Shout, shout out, out to my good sis Kelly Rowland because I want to give her her flowers because yes. Kelly has the records. And if you go and spend, I was listening to Down on Love and I'm not going <laughs> to segue too much. But there's only one person I know that has, you know, endorsed the first black coffee company ever, Black and Bold. And that was Kelly Rowland. And who else? Myself. So shout out to <laughs> Kelly, who's my coworker. Love you. <laughs> y'all do y'all hear this. Anyway,
0: love you, girl. I'll send a gift basket in the mail. Love you, (laughs) sis. A mess, a fucking mess. No, but for real, I was bumping like this in Miss Altima today, and what about what about what about? Told y'all I was gonna rock like this. this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but yes, that is uh, amazing, but. You know, shout out to Miss Kelly and mm-hmm. the uh, her household and on their beautiful bundle of joy that they have. I think it's beautiful and it's
1: great. And really- Also, you know, we got to do another baby shout out to the queen of motherfucking rap. Nicki motherfucking <gasps> Minaj had a baby in this bitch. Ah! <laughs> These bitches is her sons in real life. I'm sorry. Nicki, I got the Fendi on the way. I got you.
0: Is it swap me Fendi or is it Fendi on like No,
1: it's stimulus check Fendi girl.
0: Off of what stimulus check? That nigga <laughs> said we not getting nothing until
1: after he. <laughs> girl, I put mine into a money market account. So me and Nikki, we was texting about it.
0: So. Girl, I had I put AC in my car with that
1: chick. Oh my god! <laughs> All the way, honey. Oh, Bitch, I was pissed. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had it just sitting in my savings, just, oh, yes, I'm saving now. Oh, my God. Great. Then the summer hit, and I said, oh, bitch, I got to put
1: Yikes.
0: <laughs> so that's what my STEMI went to, but, you know, I'm hoping that we can get another STEMI one day. I really don't know when,
1: but right. whatever. Well, I don't speaking of that. bags, you know, we got to talk about good old Jordan Woods getting that bag on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah! Did you see the clip for
0: it? I did not see the clip, but I saw my, my the... daughter
1: is... I saw the news.
0: Our daughter is doing the thing, and I love... <laughs> you know, I'm usually not the type of person to be, like, relationship goals, and I'm still not, mm-hmm. but her and Carl Anthony Towns are... Mm. They are cute.
1: Well, Jordan actually had an interview with Complex, and so she was saying that she didn't want to come on OnlyFans... And take away, you know, from sex workers or the platform that they build, but she said that she wanted to really show her true authentic self. And Mama is serving looks. Because she's not the only f- only one that hopped on OnlyFans. We also have Tyga. Shout out to that airplane in his pants. Cause I will subscribe to that. Um, Trina got on there and so did Amber Rose. So the girls are getting their back. Cardi B's on there. So many celebrities are hopping on. So I think at this point, we need to do a keep it locked only fan. Keep it locked after dark. What? <laughs> the girls are asking us to do an only fan content so stay tuned y'all
0: who is asking it
1: <laughs> we'll talk about that off camera
0: Huh? Hmm?
1: moving right along
0: <laughs> i'm still <laughs> lost with how to turn into this
1: <laughs> you know we have to talk about the OnlyFans content so i had to bring okay, that up so I, will, I
0: will say i saw a lot of degrading tweets about OnlyFans when she came out about her um came out with the news about her being on OnlyFans. i was just like where was this energy with tiger
1: you know the sexism that be jumping out because tiger you know, even though I, I,
0: I did see i did see the material
1: the material looked good. The material looks
0: very, it was pretty. Very, it's very pretty.
1: Rack City, bitch, dick, 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 bitch. That's what I thought when he popped up with his OnlyFans. And so I'm excited. I He'll get my coins. I like it. Care the Dawn.
0: I'm here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No worries. But yes, so that, I cannot wait to see that. Are y'all subscribed to anybody? Because I know Suki Hanna made some news over the weekend too because she has been very active on OnlyFans. <laughs> and a clip was <laughs> circulating on Twitter. Her giving fellatio with throw up on her leg and it was very, very, very disturbing. Like, get your bad girl. Okay, you know, so
0: was- I will say I I feel like how do I feel about that? I mean, there are people like we always talk about people with kinks. You know, I personally thought it was a lot. Mm-hmm. But, however, however, comma, that's maybe maybe I'm not the geared towards audience for that type of content. Okay. So I really wasn't mad at Miss Sukihana for that because shit she got four kids she gotta get a bag if that's gonna get the bag <laughs> then shit that's yeah. the bag
1: <laughs> and love and hip-hop is shut down production right now yes love and hip-hop they're... it has
0: shut down production so we've seen bobby light start a only fans
1: which i i did see that i
0: was yeah. like girl can you at least give the girls some imagination to allude to uh... Because you're just putting it on, and out I there. say
1: this with no shade, but that was so left field to see him as Zell Swag clap their ass on my timeline. I mean, that was kind of random. I don't
0: know. I don't think I wanted to see Bobby Light's booty hole. <laughs> um,
1: what's wrong with it? It's just a booty a hole. Booty hole.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm against, no, no let me be clear. I think sometimes mm-hmm. with OnlyFans, the girls give they show so much for free. On the timeline, and I'm like, well, what's the point of fucking subscribing if you gonna show me everything right now? True, that's my point I, of it. You know, I support the only the only fans girls down like all the way, but I'm like, okay, what's the point of subscribing if you gonna put everything out there? Like, you gotta give a little sneak peek, <laughs> a little tease, you know,
1: make you wanna make you, know, you wanna
0: <laughs> subscribe so you could see more. So mm. I, I just like, I don't know. I don't know what, what was the point I mean I don't know I'm down for our OnlyFans bag though like get y'all bag How y'all want to Um, Shout yeah. out to Jordan Woods I also wanted to Put out there OnlyFans is not Just for sexual entertainment and purposes
1: mm-hmm. So Cause people be selling like they be doing food Recipes I remember the girls was mad I don't know if you watch Black Ink Crew But Ryan Henry the tattoo artist They were like oh my god show us the dick show us the dick and he was like nah y'all gonna see me cooking and you know putting a little water on my chest but y'all can't see the dick and I was like that's brilliant you know your audience you lured everybody in to see the shit cause to be honest I would love to see him naked so I was ready to subscribe until a friend told me that he only cooking on there so girl, mean, what? There's a girl he needs he could be cooking this cat um I don't know <laughs> I really don't know I never saw it for myself
0: Chicken with a side of bussy (laughs) You You can put that on the menu Chicken with a side of bussy
1: You know the vanilla trick I tell you about it all the time I know
0: about the vanilla trick
1: You think our listeners know about it? That's for another day Put some (laughs) vanilla abstract on your booty hole (laughs) <laughs> a wise gay told me if you ever want to have your booty hole eaten, you could put some vanilla extract after you clean it out or another gay told me put a little bit of mint chapstick back there
0: Woo, ready to go bon appetit bitch
1: <laughs> bon appetit
0: <laughs> I was like have we talked about ass eating on here okay I don't
1: know it's important though it's him. a deal breaker for sure it's a
0: deal breaker for you now yeah if you yeah.
1: if you're not eating ass we not getting grass bitch nothing this bitch newly got his ass ate this is his deal breaker <laughs> but okay <laughs> but yes
0: that's you know we always come with a little gym so that's a little gym y'all can use don't no put vanilla ass check on y'all cats though oh no
1: don't
0: girl know. don't do that that's different <laughs> we're not trying to fuck up your ph um, oh, oh this a little too much. Okay, um, I think that's. I promise
1: we had no liquor.
0: I am no. I'm really. I'm sober as I can be. Um, but that's all <laughs> I really have for anything with news. I don't know. Oh, one more thing. There yeah. was this rumor about Kendrick Lamar leaving TDE.
1: Oh, I didn't even see that. What?
0: Yes, it was a rumor. Okay, so Punch, who is the president of T uh, TDE, he tweeted like earlier yesterday. He was like, "A rumor he will make its way around the world twice before the truth is like the real truth or some shit like that." He tweeted, and I was like, "What is that about?" I didn't know what it's about originally, mm. and then I started to see like little tweets here and there where people were like, uh, "Oh, Kendrick Lamar, there's a rumor he's leaving TDE," and then I think TDE t- posted or somebody posted it was like, "That's not true," and then mm. eventually Kendrick made a video, but it's not a video of him, but it's a video of Blue's Clues and he's talking <laughs> with the Blue's Clues stuffed animal. And uh-huh. Honestly, I guess he was trying to like address it in the most Kendrick way possible, and saying it, saying what it is without saying what it is. But he mm-hmm. was basically like, "I'm not leaving CDE. I don't know why the fuck y'all like saying it." But okay.
1: Well, sources said that uh, Kendrick was just filming a video in L.A. Early He's coming, like He's coming. I'm interested to listen to it because I know you stan him and I we talked about that a couple of you times. Know,
0: yeah, we, so. we talked about that like two episodes ago. My stanship so. of Kendrick Lamar.
1: I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in
0: too. It. I'm interested too. But uh, yeah, I wanted to address that too. That was like in the news. But that's so crazy that people put out rumors like that. Like TDE is a very close knit mm-hmm. um, camp. So I'm like news leaks out of there is probably a rumor. It's probably not true very close-knit you you rarely get like new signees to tde they kind of got who they got their roster is their roster and i mean they got a pretty dope roster i'm, I'm hoping we can get something but that's for music <laughs> but it was still news <laughs> but at the same time i think that's all i have for the week are you good
1: yes and with that being said we're gonna be right back lovelies and we are back for music. Woo hoo. I'm like really excited this week.
0: <laughs> I'm excited this week too because it's been a dope week for music.
1: It really has been and like I'm not saying I don't be excited every fucking week, but I have to start this off and you know who I'm about to start with, but the prelude. I stand 21 Savage. Anybody you be- always have. I you always, always have. have. I'm an OG 21 Savage fan, man. And when I heard Savage Mode 2 was coming out, nigga, I lost my shit. Whenever I'm my most toxic, 21 Savage drop music. That's you're what to- I gotta start with.
0: You're at, you're at your most toxic right now. You
1: know. <laughs> if it wasn't Girl, for therapy. Oh lover yes. boy. If it wasn't for therapy, yes. But Nah, that's the best fucking workout music. Shout out to 21 Savage being back. Shout out to 21
0: Savage.
1: Metro Boomin, man. Metro Boomin is great in concert if y'all ever have the chance to. He opened up for Bryson Tiller and that shit was live. And I've seen 21 Savage in concert when he went on tour with Young and Mae. And his cousin fell on me at the concert. And I have Kim to collaborate that story. I didn't go.
0: Why I couldn't go? It was a reason why I couldn't go.
1: Why couldn't you go? I went with um...
0: Ah, Yeah. I remember I remember everything. I like I remember.
1: Clitto. Yeah. But I'm like just okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but um <laughs> okay. I'm trying to say you. I'm
1: sorry.
0: Um no, I wish I could have went to the concert. It looked lit as shit. Yo, it was. It
1: was they had in a 2016? fight that broke out. I think that was twenty seventeen, possibly. I know why
0: I didn't go to the concert. Never mind.
1: Oh, okay, I remember that too. But yeah, that concert was (laughs) so fucking wild, (laughs) man. (laughs) Like they had a mosh pit, and so like I was right next to Kenneth. Oh my god! How do you feel about man craziness? How do you feel about fucking mosh pits? Like I mosh pits terrify me, and after we almost died at Ray Strummer, I've kind of like moved back from mosh pits. Um, I can usually tolerate them, but once they start fighting, I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm sorry about that little punch in the back of the head because we going too hard. No, nigga, you hit me. I'm killing you. Sorry.
0: My but. first mosh pit was at Ray Shremert, and I lost, and I was... Okay, I'm going to just... Can we just tell the story right quick? Okay. <laughs> we tell, I, I don't like we freaking you. know. I don't remember. Um, mm. I lost my toenail. <sighs> I had an anxiety attack at the concert because... Um, what happened? Oh yeah, I got too high. <laughs> I, my stupid ass. Um, I ate these lollipop edibles and I never mm-hmm. had them before, and I ate them and I didn't feel it, so I was like, okay, fuck it. Like you know, we had whatever we had, and I was like, let me smoke too.
1: I and, think um, we had Amsterdam too, because I remember we sat at Popeyes on Canal and was drinking Amsterdam for. Like don't say hour. that. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm gonna just keep it G. I'm gonna tell the story. <laughs>
0: Girl, the girl's going to be like you bitches was drink. Yes the fuck we was drinking Amsterdam. God yeah, damn we it. Were. We were okay. Peach Amsterdam. We got it from You got to do
1: save money now. We, we
0: was I Amsterdam. you know, I don't drink Amsterdam anymore. I mean, I'm more of a Crown type of girl. Mm. Um but uh yeah. So I had I you know, I got lit as hell and we had been lit that whole day because we went to <laughs> we went to LSU homecoming.
1: Yes. Got
0: drunk there. Yes. then went to New Orleans immediately after turning up at the homecoming <laughs> and went and got, and this, it was the most littest day of my, it was one of the most littest days of my life and then the mosh pit started when Lil Yachty came on stage and then it just literally intensified and I walked out the concert. I didn't even know I lost my toenail until the next day. That's how fucked up I was. One, <laughs> two. I got all the way to mind you. The concert was in La uh, New Orleans. I got to Lafayette the next day you skipped and like the part though. <laughs> what I skipped.
1: Kira acted like she was about to die so we could get out the concert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's explain that part. <laughs> Um so there was one basically the concert was over. it was over, capa- over capacity right mm-hmm. so they only had one entrance and one exit and i was trying to leave cuz i really was the edibles and everything that i had was you know fucking dancing doing the waltz in my system and i was just like i cannot be in these in this big ass crowd anymore it's time, and the concert was over with and so Bitch, I said, I looked at Keenan. I said, watch this. <laughs> I put on the best performance of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Please let me out.
1: <laughs> somebody help her. That's my-
0: and then, Kenan, somebody help her. She needs to get out. She has asthma. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, so, and I'm so sorry to people who have I actually do have asthma which is crazy mm-hmm. um but I was just I was like bitch we gotta get out of here I can't do this so I just imagine
1: being like trapped it felt like we was in hell we felt hell like we this. were trapped
0: we literally felt like we were trapped so yes that was our first mosh pit story I just wanted to know the worst mosh, mosh pit though that I ever ever was in was at World with Travis Scott them children are fucking crazy
1: Mm. You know his guy. Speaking of Travis Scott, he has that song with Rosalia, TKN. Oh, love it! That shit, it go on.
0: Shout out to Rosalia. her performance at Savage X Fenty? I did watch that.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, amazing! We love you, girl.
0: Rosalia is that girl.
1: Come on the show, in that girl, so we can interview you.
0: She's the she's the new she's the new generations. I'm a I'm no I'm I'm pulling it if I say that. Say that off air. (laughs) I'm gonna say that off air. I'm I was pulling it
1: to the to the mic to tell you say that off air. I'm gonna say
0: that off air. I'm just say I live for her. I like the <laughs> choreography. I like the voice. She was she was giving it to me. Um, let's see who else. But let's Savage see. Mode coming back today. Yes, um, back. Morgan Freeman. Snitches and rats was.
1: Snitches and rats. Snitches and rats. Yo, I feel like there's no skips. Like we talked about this. There's no skips. There is no fucking It's skips. a classic. It is. It it's is. a classic. And I, I want to see that shit in concert. And I want to say whoever, like, 21, I think he executive produced it with Metro, right? I'm I not sure. Say. I'm not i 100% sure. I'm not 100%, I'm sure, not 100% anyway.
0: sure. I don't want to say it. I didn't really go through the producer credits quite yet.
1: Okay. Anywho, yeah. man, when I tell you when I heard that, I am versus I was... That was a that was a different mindspace, and I feel like Twenty One, we talked about this too off air. He's so evolved in his craft, and like if you follow Twenty One, and you know he's just a real nigga, and especially with the deportation thing, and y'all was trolling him saying he's from the UK. I don't give a fuck if he from. Ireland. And he
0: addressed that, and he addressed that in um on the album. I forgot which song it was. If I
1: hmm. think about, see it. Uh, give me one moment. Uh, I don't know if it was No Op Left Behind. I don't remember, but. I think it's Grammy. my dog. Okay.
0: I think it might be my dog. Let me look at the but, let me um, look at the lyrics.
1: I'm just really proud of them. I'm proud of everybody at Epic that that when he won the Grammy, even when I looked at the running video with him passing around a Grammy to different people in the hood, that just did something to my spirit because 21 care about his kids and he just, you know, every time I think about him, I just think of how I would be as a straight man. I I would love to, you know, be gangsta as fuck like 21 Savage. <laughs> so i'm gonna pull up to my little corporate job but i'm gonna be blasting that fucking 21 savage you know period rich nigga i shit. just
0: think what's your favorite track on the album i'm gonna tell you mine
1: but you tell um, me yours was first fuck that's hard i would say stepping on niggas or <gasps> oh my mr. god right that's mine <laughs> <laughs> stepping on niggas just for like some old street shit and mr right now for a single of like it's gonna do good on the chart. Oh, Mr. Right
0: Now was a very messy song. If we wanna talk we I forgot we should have talked about that in the first segment. But Drake <laughs> telling the whole world he dated SZA in 08. What did you think about that? But he really dated her in 09. She addressed mm-hmm. it and she was like, We actually did date, you know, but it was in 09. I think he was just using 08 to kind of play out, you know, the he was trying to write the lyric and play it out. But I was just like, You could have left my sis out of that narrative.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry but like if Drake was uh, bragging about me a decade later I would think I had the best pussy on earth and like I, I don't know I would have took it as a compliment I think SZA did too and it did shock a lot of people I saw a lot of y'all was mad on social media about it but the song slap I played it like 30 times I want to buy like a physical vinyl of it I want when, when I get show. my
0: record player <laughs>
1: <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Any potential
1: um, lovers listening? Kiara drop the bomb for y'all.
0: Any potential who
1: <laughs> lovers listening. Okay, anyway.
0: <laughs> um anyway, I really like many men.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have a new mini men, a new version of many men that I enjoy uh if y'all don't know 50 cent Many men is basically they take the sample and it's like 21 savage version of Many men which i think is dope and then we go from Many men to snitches and rats which is beautifully great like it just flows the whole album you could tell they really took their time and that's what i really enjoy about it
1: they did and the merch that they put out was actually really good the vinyl is the also- video Oh yeah, the video too. The video,
0: the uh, the promo video
1: yeah, is dope too. The vinyls for like twenty five, hint hint, and you know.
0: Okay, hint, hit. okay, I want it. No, I'm... my birthday's coming up.
1: My birthday coming up too. Anyway,
0: when <laughs> your birthday just passed. This isn't yo. about
1: me. This is about twenty. This is
0: this ain't about you. <laughs> Anyway, but, I really like RP love. It's a whole different type a like it's a whole different type of vibe. I like hearing 21 Savage talk about heartbreak and love. I just
1: do. I love when he used to be singing on Instagram, like the Destiny Child songs. That's just how I feel in my heart. Like I, I
0: feel like he's a sweetheart. He
1: is. Mm.
0: Shout out. If he's a hoe, I'm a hoe
1: too. Love it. Shout out to
0: Savage Mode too. I enjoy it. I think the beats are crazy and dope. They are so moving yeah, right
1: along. That's
0: moving along. So, um, what else came out? Give me how came out
1: when you it's know, all said and
0: done. What did you
1: think about it? <sighs> I
0: don't have time for those emotions right now.
1: Are you on the way? Are you looking who so to be? No dick in L.A. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite mistake. Come
0: on, lower register! (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: uh. Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna just put this out there. Y'all already know what's my favorite track on here. Still Your Best, and I'm gonna tell you why. So, I don't know if y'all saw that, but Givian did a um, little sneak peek of his life, and he did one with a streaming company, a stream, a music service, I should say. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he grew up on West Coast rap and deep R and B, and he was saying that nobody is really singing at his, you know, uh, octave. And when I listen to "Still Your Best," I picture myself just in that coffee shop, staring out the window, and just reveling in the fact that ain't nobody go be better than me, and I don't know ego shit. Ain't nobody going to ride you as hard. And you know I'm your best, nigga. And I feel like that hit home with a lot of people. I saw a lot of lyrics of that on my Instagram. So so Leo. The Snow Allegra song is, you know, clearly the best one on there. But my favorite is still your best. I was going to say Snow Allegra is
0: my best, my favorite one. Okay. It's my favorite one.
1: I think give you a visual album.
0: you always want a fucking visual album. <laughs> it's not my the bitches, budget. can't Are you going to give the girls the budget? Yes. Yeah, spoke about this. Yes. You want to give the budget?
1: Yes. Give me on. Have your people reach out to my people and we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> the video
0: going to be on Layaway.
1: <laughs> it's going to be on PayPal for your fucking information, bitch. <laughs> but this
0: we- PayPal credit?
1: Yup. <laughs> yep. yep. I'm going to do four easy (laughs) installments for the video, bitch. Okay.
0: (laughs) I'm screaming.
1: (laughs) No, but seriously, though, when it's all said and done with such, uh, it gave me just enough. It tied me over. It was just enough. Because Giveon doesn't have that much music out, so it's great to have new tracks to listen to because there's only so many times I could listen to Heartbreak Anniversary and cry. So, I like it. Giveon is one of those
0: artists where I'm just kind of like, I I gotta be in a I ain't gotta be feeling no way about something to listen to him because then if you listen to him then you gonna really be in the trenches. Ooh. So I mean I know previously I lied on here said that uh I don't be feeling my emotions when I listen to certain music but lately you know you know it's been a little different. So I'm gonna go on here and re- retract that.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go ahead and retract
1: that. I love that for you
0: shut up <laughs> anyway um, I just don't listen to Drake and get in my feelings I don't have time for all of it but when it's certain artists like when it's session 32 comes on i just like oh girl no you're not about to put me through this but okay um you know stuff like that you know i don't think adele really sent me over like she like everybody else gets sent over with adele i
1: don't
0: really you get sent over with adele
1: i think 25 is her best album but i was seeing somebody when that that dropped so it hit different and it was Mm. a winter time so i feel like adele is one of those people that it it's a she's a mood artist for me. Like I have to literally sit down and be in the mood. Like
0: I'm excited to see what's Adele's next project going to be. Go back and this listen has, to has twenty
1: five though. Go back.
0: I am gonna go back and listen twenty five. Maybe not right now, but I will.
1: All I ask it will. It made me cry. So Hometown Glory still her best song. Just
0: All I Ask is something. All I ask That's something. <laughs> I'm a I am am gonna take that back. Okay. Yeah, she can. She can sing you over, mm-hmm. make you feel my love will sing you over, Ooh. make you feel my love will sing me over. It used to sing me over when I was in high school. I used to be like, you know
1: what? I still do. That's why I don't date light like skinned niggas now. Anyway.
0: Turning tables, just know and <laughs> just do it to you. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what Adele's next uh next project will be because mm-hmm. sis is definitely on some different shit lately. She really is, and
1: I kind of want like a pop album from Adele, like as in like just. Very, I want a different sound. Yeah, I want a different sound. That's what I was trying to reach at. I would love to hear like disco want a or like, I don't know. She's coming. She's coming. Legendary mother, House of Dale.
0: House of Dale.
1: <laughs> She's
0: coming. Um, But yes, let's get to, I prop, our listeners are like, girl, we, we're we waiting for the album that
1: we, y'all we really want to talk about.
0: Uh, Bryson Tiller's album, mm. Anniversary. Okay. How did you feel about it?
1: Um, I've been saying this off camera, and I'm gonna say it here too. I think that this album is a grower album. At first, I wrote it off as like trap soul part three point five, but um, it's a grower. It's a grower. Like mm-hmm. I, I really feel like I didn't like Inhale when it first dropped. I said that on the show, and now it's one of my favorite tracks. And
0: Inhale is dope as fuck. It is.
1: It just grew on me, and I think that when you listen to Anniversary, it stuck with me. We talked about weeks ago on the show, and what Drake said is that. Is the album bad or are you just not that person anymore? And I feel like a lot yes. of people are emotionally stunted and you want to be in that same little box. That does not make the album bad just because you didn't cry the minute you heard it. You should listen to albums more than once. So, overall, I think it's a great album, personally.
0: I think it's good, too. It took me a couple... I was like... Because when I first listened to it, I was like, I don't know. What's, and what's your favorite song? My, my favorite song on there is um sorrow oh let me say it right jesus sorrows 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 i want to sorrows i've been struggling with that word <laughs> i promise y'all i have a degree it's just some words sometimes mm. fuck over me shut up
1: anyway out <laughs> of time
0: is a bop though out of time is about but that, is a bop. T- that timeless interlude is beautiful
1: bryson tiller knows what to do with interludes i will give him that he knows yes. what to do with a motherfucking interlude and i will i will say this i think that bryson with him teasing new music in a way that he rolled it out i think that the world had been waiting on him and i think people thought that he was like done with i saw a lot of people being like oh bryson was da, 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 da. and i love that he did a flip on it so i looked at the album and you know what i did i played it in reverse And I enjoyed it even more. I played Anniversary in reverse. I'm going to try that shit. It's like the polar opposite to Trap Soul. And I loved it.
0: I'm going to try that. I think we should just leave Trap Soul alone and let it be his own project and let him evolve as an artist. Um, I think that's the problem. People are not allowing him to evolve as an artist. They're stuck. People are stuck on your day de- on his debut. He wants to move on, and he's trying to please everyone. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when you have such a classic album as your first album. It's fucking hard.
1: That literally, you know, landscape of that R&B.
0: Ch- changed the landscape of R&B and how people their sounds. Everyone who has came out after him have some type of element of Bryson Tillers trap soul. Mm-hmm. That's just on period. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? However, you know, it's crippled him Yeah. in a way of he wants to evolve, he wants to move forward, but the public is not allowing him to. And the public is who listens to your music, who puts money in your pocket, yeah. you know, who mm-hmm. buys your shit. Mm-hmm. And like if they're not liking what you're putting out, it can fuck up a person's creative process mm-hmm. and how he does things. And I can tell that, that it was really fucking with him. Okay, the first track, you know, it was fucking with him because years go by. Somebody was talking to him like, "Hey, if you just put it out, because if you keep letting years go by, you're not gonna want to do it anymore." Mm. So, um, I think the album. I'm happy he just put the shit out, and you know, it's like whoever likes it, likes it. Who doesn't? Doesn't. Right. You know, but it definitely is a grower. The first couple songs, it's like, okay, you know, I like. I'm ready for you though.
1: Um, always forever is. It just did it. It made my heart tickle a little bit. And I try to shy away from deep emotion. (laughs) I try to shy away from deep emotion these days. But when I listen to Tiller, I could just feel it's almost like his heart was bleeding as he was writing with the pen. I don't know. I don't know, man. Shout out to Bryson and his family and just not not letting people define your art for you. People make art because that's where they are in the process. And for you to get on a platform and to share it. That's hard to do because you know it's going to be a bitch. to be like, oh, this wag, this raggedy. Last time I checked, y'all don't have no PhD in music or music theory, so y'all don't even know everything that go into it, which you can have your own opinion, but whenever you're attacking somebody like, as a person versus being like, this album I didn't connect with, it's a difference because people spend a lot of time, money, and energy on these. Right. And not, that's why I'm it- saying albums are bad. I just don't connect. yes
0: that's the type of verbiage I try to use now too I just say I just couldn't connect with it I don't want to say someone's thing is trash because you're not sitting in the studio for hours you're not there you know making sure things are sonically they sound correct like a lot of shit goes into the behind the scenes of creating just a song like a song okay it's a lot you know and an album itself is a lot to put together so if you just don't like it, if you just say I oh, don't connect with it, just don't say it's trash. Like I think saying it's trash is so disrespectful to an artist. So I just say, you know, I'm not really I can't really fuck with it. I, I, I can't. I can't connect with it, but I don't want to go out and be like trash. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But speaking of the Bryson Tiller album, I will say my favorite I was saying that that was my favorite track, but I'm going to change my mind. Out of Time was actually it's actually my favorite track.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say maybe mm timeless the top three probably for me would have been timeless interlude always forever, and um inhale bonus throw in out of time, but, okay, that's right.
0: okay well, that's
1: all I have for music, <laughs> yes, so hopefully y'all check it out. Feel free to let us know, like on Twitter or in our email what songs y'all like and why because. I'm going to say wait for two seconds and say that somebody was talking to me about Brent Fayez. And I said, you know what? There are some artists out there that I've never really paid attention to in detail. And so I challenged myself this week to listen to Brent Fayez. So that's what I'm going to do.
0: If you listen to Brent Fayez, listen to Sonder, Like, there's a... Okay, y'all. Please do not light my ass up. I thought Sonder was this one artist I didn't know it was like Brent Fierce's group name. So I know he has an album, a EP called Sonder, of course. But I was like, why is this? I was like, that's a group named Sonder. And I was like, <laughs> I need to listen to them. And like, they came across my YouTube mix like three days ago. And I was like, this sounds a lot like Brent Fayez. like, mm. why do they sound like Brent Fia's? <laughs> I didn't
1: know he was in a group. <laughs> I didn't know he was in one either.
0: I, I didn't know. So, I mean, y'all, like. You know, go listen to Sonder the group, and Sonder the EP, if if you want to listen to Brent fires, I'm not, I, li- I like, how do I say this? I passingly listen to Brent Fias. It's not like I'm really deep into his his music. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, before we go, Billie Ellis is the shit. I just started <laughs> listening to her music. I'm very late to my demonic queen, but... <laughs> You know, I'm here and Miss 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 Bitch is it.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I'ma listen to I her. see why. I see why Billie Ellis won Swept the Grammys. That album is the shit.
1: So if we acknowledge in the girls, can we at least acknowledge that 1989 was a good pop album?
0: Okay, so next on to the next segment. <laughs> I just
1: all, didn't connect. That's all I have to say. 1989 is a great pop album, girlies. I'm just saying.
0: Stream future nostalgic. Stream Sawayama.
1: We love stream
0: where do we go when we sleep? Stream Jaguar. Stream Jaguar. Shout out to Victoria. Oh, Victoria Monet and Kalani are coming out with a collab on Friday.
1: Can't wait. Can I wait? I think it's
0: a remix to touch me. And I'm I'm gonna be honest with you.
1: I'm excited, bitch. I got my Jaguar hoodie. It's coming soon. Shout out to my girl, baby V. Okay, but Shout out!
0: Mean. I wish I could have bought my hoodie, but it's okay. I didn't buy my hoodie because you told me till It was like later. I was like, whatever. Girl, can't I bought it.
1: I told you five minutes after I bought mine.
0: Whatever. Anyway. 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 We'll be back. Um, but yes, we'll be back <laughs> for the next segment. Bye, bitch. Bye.
1: And we back. And we back.
0: And we back. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chance the rapper.
1: Shout out to Chancellor Bennett.
0: What did you call him?
1: Chancellor Bennett.
0: I thought you was Chancellor Bennett.
1: Oh, that's cute too. My oh,
0: Chancellor, Chancellor.
1: Chancellor. Bennett. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that name. I love the name Chancellor, by the way. Um, Me too.
1: What
0: would you name your baby?
1: Uh, the bitches go steal it if I say it a lot and I'm going to have to fight them. So I'm not telling y'all heifers.
0: I'm not telling y'all either. Y'all gonna steal my fucking baby name and I'm not even I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to have kids for another 10 years child. Hell
1: no. My baby coming in two. So y'all gonna see. Two. Two.
0: Girl. Anyway, um, moving <laughs> along. Speaking of um, thinking of things, we are mm. talking about overthinking and
1: anxiety. Oh, my favorite topic. Ah! No. Um. No. No. <laughs> No. Uh no. did you want to start off this week
0: talking about it? Yes, overthinking is such a bitch ass nigga.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> Anxiety is a, a fuck a, a trick ass hole. And I want to fight both of them hoes. Yes. Okay, one on one. Let's go. That was a lot of vulgarity in one sentence. I'm so sorry. But them they really be having me fucked up throughout the day. Okay. hmm Um No, but overthinking is something that I've talked about with my therapies um, to kind of curve overthinking about overthinking a situation to the ground. I do that. (laughs) (laughs) It could be the most simple thing. Like, am I getting wings or am I getting a burrito? And then I'm going to, like, think about it for, like, 20 minutes and weigh out the, the pros and the cons of getting the wings or getting the burrito and how am I feeling today? It's mm-hmm. really a deep, complex. When I'm making decisions about things, I always ask Keenan. <laughs> I overthink them to the ground until yeah. the universe starts making this decision for me, basically. And starts moving <laughs> shit to where, okay, you have to choose something, sis. You can't sit and overthink this for weeks and months mm-hmm. and years. So I have that problem on um, Where I overthink a lot And I know that a lot of people also have that issue So I just want to tell y'all that y'all are not alone And that is what we're talking about this week It's overthinking And how your overthinking can literally drive Your anxiety <laughs> Over the roof insane Into insanity um, And let's talk about You know ways that we can cope And ways that I try to cope And it's,
1: yeah It's crazy week because i was literally just having a conversation with Alyssa and we were talking about how we take life so seriously both of us and overthinking is something that obviously we all deal with and myself i think for me i'm always of like damn bitch like in my head i'm like bitch you knew better and it'll be something so stupid i'll be thinking i'll be laying in bed it'll be three o'clock in the morning and i'm thinking about how i walked in the store and when the person told me hello i said hi welcome like i'm that (laughs) shit haunt me okay
0: (laughs) Like, I, that's why I don't like small talk with people because I'm like okay I can't control this conversation I really don't know where this is going and mm-hmm. I'm so scared and I'm going to say something that's going to like my first impression like I don't like small talk because of that like cause mm-hmm. I'm overthinking what I want to say and then when I want, like it comes out like <laughs> so it's just kind of like overthinking it's just like it's like ugh, it's,
1: ugh. Well, in my mind, I would I think we talked about this off air, but for me, I've always trained to work in a profession that I do. And so I've always looked at everything as a political chess game as far as like, don't show too much emotion. Don't make this decision because this decision, I think. The most fucked up thing that I've ever heard was like one decision is a thousand. Because to me, I really take that too fucking serious. Because I'm like, well, if I, you know, talk to this person, then what if my like Prince Charming or if I accept this job, what if the best job walks in? And I think I get so riddled in the what ifs that I drive myself fucking insane. And that's aided in like my anxiety because now my palms sweating. I'm calling y'all fucking crying and shit. And I'm just doing the fucking most. And sometimes you just got to take a step back and be like, I don't need to make an immediate decision about this right in this moment. And for me, my overthinking would have me so emotionally charged that I'm making piss poor decisions because it's fueled by emotion whereas I could have gave myself the grace to be like hey your brain is in overdrive right now let's just sit down let's let's, let's decompress let's decompress for a little bit
0: um I think that's why I'm going to be honest with y'all. I talk about, I mean, shit, that's why I smoke. It's pretty. Because I will send myself into overdrive, especially like a particular situation where I'm trying to like, I think I avoid situations because I know my anxiety and my sensitivity hand in hand cannot take it and I'm going to overthink everything. So it's hard when you have all those things at once. Um, to navigate this world it's really hard because mm-hmm. it's like the smallest things I'm going to overthink like oh my gosh should I say this or should I not say this or should I do this or should I not do this <laughs> and it's not more so because of thinking of what people are going to think that's not ever my problem it's more so and for me it's like okay what's my consequence if I do this What what's going to be the outcome uh-huh. you know it's more so that or it, I mean not well it kind of has a tinge of people pleasing because also trying to make sure everybody in the situation is comfortable and they feel like they're being done right by. Like, that's my big thing, too. It's okay. like, I, you know, I it's just, I, yeah, you know that.
1: People it's- pleasing is really hard, too, because it's like you can never fully satisfy everybody needs at the same point. You're going to piss think, somebody off. Yeah, eventually you're to disappoint them, and I'm happy that you brought that up, too, because another point that I want to make is that we always think about what could go wrong, but we never be like, things that can actually go right and we're always kind of like paralyzed by fear it's always fear driven and i'm like i don't want to live my life in fear there's two things i don't want to do i don't want to live in complacency and i don't want to live in fear and so sometimes i think about like what if it goes right like certain conversations like let's say i got to have a difficult conversation with you Or a friend, and I'd be like, damn, like, what if they don't respond back to this? And 95% of the time, it'd be like, girl, oh, my gosh, I didn't know I did this. Or, Girl, let's go do this. Or, oh, you know what I'm saying? We're so in our head that we never think. And for me, it's hard for me to confront something when it's somebody that I'm romantically involved with. Because I'm like, well, if I confront you about this issue, what if you fly off the handle? What if I fly off the handle? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) whoa, like maybe you in the same space as me and neither one of us want to address the elephant in the room but I, I it's, it's okay to have tough conversations and that overthinking can stop you from so much of like applying for that job you like well a million people apply for it what if they don't even look at me why are we telling ourselves no before somebody could tell us yeah so why
0: right you're absolutely right or also the overthinking is another thing that's with overthinking is assumptions like we make assumptions about things and we create scenarios in our head and something that I watched on tv or something it was like we create scenarios in our head and we're our body doesn't know that it's not happening actually so when we create these scenarios, we actually put our body through the stress of whatever we've created in our head to pre- try to prepare ourselves for emotionally. Our body doesn't know that it's not actually physically happening. Oh. So when you feel that tense feeling, when you're thinking about a, a, a scenario that you're trying to emotionally prepare yourself for that probably will never happen, your body, you're putting your body through something, uh, some, through, through, some, through some type of trauma. So yeah, I, I I was like, oh! And when I
1: was, <laughs> when I watched
0: that, I was like, you know what? Let me stop making up shit in my head. Yeah. To prepare myself emotionally because I'm not trying to be emotionally distraught when it shocks me.
1: And it'd be the craziest shit. It'd be the most. it be the random g- scenario.
0: Random. Like
1: a nigga ain't text me back. I'm like, he went. He in a dragon's den with some bitches, and they drinking margaritas. And oh my, crazy. And meanwhile, I that nigga studying, or he sleep. He so sleep boy. He got he on the way to my fucking house to see me. He's I'm at work kid.
0: or something yeah. like anything like that. I know. For me, I will be honest, and I'm gonna be clear. I like things or when our things are clear and have clarity because I have anxiety and I have, I'm have i an overthinker. And I know a lot of people are. So it's hard when people, it's just when, like when situations are just kind of like grayed or like not clear, it's so hard for me because I just be like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. It, it's like a lot. So mm-hmm. I just want to say, um, also if you think that someone is mad at you or something like that and they haven't told you that, my therapist told me to say, Did they tell you that? Did they say that to you? <laughs> and when she said that, I was like, ma'am. <laughs> so now when I'm like, if someone didn't answer my call or like they didn't answer my text, I gotta say, oh, they doing something right now. Like mm. they not mad at me, like, oh, they not cutting me off. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, they didn't tell you that you did something to them. So, you know, it's okay. Like, don't think the worst. But like I said, we think the worst to prepare ourselves True. for whatever. And most of the time, the things that the scenarios that we come up with, they do not happen. <laughs> like, imagine laying, laying in your bed at night and you overthinking a situation or you're creating scenarios in your head to prepare yourself for them and they never ever mm-hmm. happen so you've wasted mm-hmm. all of your energy on this shit and it never happened thank god it didn't happen but at the it's same funny time
1: that you bring that up though because i feel like we spent so much time worrying and my mom used to say i don't know if it was my mom i'm pretty sure it was but she was like well you can't worry if you're dead you go worry yourself to death and i would be like oh fuck and there's just certain instances where for example i had to give a presentation at work and so i was like oh my god this presentation it needs to be perfect i need to." and in my head i was like you still got to do the presentation it's gonna get done and you worrying don't make it any better it's gonna make it even worse and i feel like you're right like we're waiting on perfection and that just simply may not be true you know humans you cannot control people it's a sense of control right because you're like well i called you and you didn't respond. I don't know how to make sense of this. I'm losing control. You mad at me? You know, are we still friends? Well, shit, maybe I didn't feel like talking that day. Or maybe my phone wasn't next to me. Niggas I just be don't exercising. be feeling like talking. I don't be feeling like talking. And it's okay to say, look, I I thought some crazy shit, and they laugh about it. You don't gotta tell the person you thought that. You just laugh and be like, "Damn, I thought this bitch was mad." Meanwhile, that bitch was eating a taco, not even worried about you. They was watching. Oh, I was asleep.
0: They found that
1: fucking like, whatever they was doing. <laughs>
0: fucking doing whatever, having a life, you know, having a life. Okay, that's what happened. So I know there's something that my therapist talks to me about called cognitive dissonance. That's basically like you overthinking. You kind of think the most horrible shit ever. you think negatively about everything and it's just kind of like you're doing that in a way to prepare yourself like I said before and you're also doing that because sometimes we're so scared of good things happening that Mm -hmm. we latch on to the bad because the bad is like this sense of we're going through something we have to go through something and sometimes you do not have to go through things
1: you really don't i blame school that's the reason why we like that now especially if you think about magnet school because you constantly have to think you constantly have to be yeah magnet school
0: magnet school you have to constantly be one step ahead i think magnet school i think honestly being in a magnet school for most of my my academic career is the reason why i do have anxiety mm-hmm. and i have mm-hmm. i overthink things because it's such an mm-hmm. overachiever environment mm-hmm. And so you always have this sense of fail, like uh, the sense of fear of failing. It's like, remember you? You'd be like, I can't get a two point five. Like, I can't get below a three zero. A I'm close to getting a two point five. That means I'm gonna be on probation, and I I have to go to my neighborhood school. And I love my friends. I don't want to leave my friends. Like that's how it was for me. So constantly having that anxiety of I have I cannot get to this certain level, or everything that I have is gonna fall through my fingers at such a young age because I was going to, I went to a magnet school when I was eight years old and that uh-huh. was hung over our heads constantly you have to have a 2.5 you have to have a certain GPA yep. or you're not going to be able to go to drama every, to theater every day and dance every day and you know art every day you are not going to do that at your neighborhood school they would tell us that mm-hmm. as kids so it kind of stuck with me grow- growing up like with this type of anxiety of what I have can slip through my fingers, or you know, just different things. And if things you're not
1: on your A game, 24 seven, whatever you love is ripped away. And I feel right. like that stripped that like you said, it fall into all of our personal lives. And so um, it's it's interesting that you brought up therapy this week too, because um, for me, I feel like sometimes my emotions make it a fact. So if I'm if I feel upset, then it has to necessarily be true. Or if you told me something that I perceived as like negative, I'm going to hold on to that. And so, I don't mind is one thing. And I feel like assumptions lead into it. I feel like assumptions are the child of overthinking and anxiety, right? Because you're trying so hard to prep for what's ahead of you. And it's like, we're not mind readers. We We aren't fortune tellers none of that. I can't see the future. And so, you gotta just let things be. I stopped trying to just automatically predict what happened. You can protect your heart and protect, like, your mind without spiraling into that anxiety overthinking pattern. Because times right. out of 10 that person not even thinking that deep into it as much as you are? They're not. Even though you thought that they did. <laughs> They're
0: not. So, you know, I think it's honestly overthinking sometimes can really be... I think, I like, I had this honestly in july i had this thing where i was overthinking so much because i was like i'm not where i really want to be in life i don't understand what's going on i need to know what's going on with this situation i really don't understand and i was telling my therapist i was like sis i keep overthinking about things and i'm driving myself insane and my body was responding to it Mm -hmm. i was in pain a lot like i was literally in pain in like june and july because i was because I was honestly in between jobs i am be honest uh-huh. you can just be transparent as fuck I was in between jobs and I was really trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to do mm-hmm. Um, and I was just stressing because I've always been the type where I always had a job like I've always worked you know that we, me and you both we work mm-hmm. Um, so it was weird for me to be without one like be without it and it just I'm like oh shit and so I just my therapist was like look you're overthinking this and you're driving your body into a spiral. You need to figure out how to calm your mind. So she was like, you know, positive affirmations definitely helped me a lot. Whenever I feel like I'm about to go into like a overdrive of thoughts and anxiety, I tell myself, you are in the present moment. You know, it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's already done. It will always work itself out. I say these things aloud. And I keep saying those things aloud. And even when I am in an overdrive of overthinking, I start saying, I I hop in my car and I drive and I just talk. I talk it out. I know that sounds crazy. (laughs) And I know that sounds fucking insane. I asked my therapist about it, too. I was like, look, I've been doing this thing where it's been really helping me with my anxiety, where I just hop in my car and I just drive and I just talk everything that's in my mind because it's driving me insane sitting in my room or sitting in my house or sitting somewhere in and, and my thoughts in my mind or i put on music and like try to block everything out you know that's my way that i cope that's the way that i try to work through my overthinking because it's really it's really a pain in the ass to be it
1: honest. is cuz you got to live it's a in a pain the moment. in the ass you have to definitely live in a moment you have like, to live
0: in a moment
1: we paralyze ourselves of like, oh my God, what is tomorrow going to bring? Oh my God, this happened in the past. But some days when I'm not feeling my best, especially those days, those days I live in the moment. So I put on my favorite album or I turn off my phone and we talked about boundary settings, but it's important. Like if you're trying to limit that um, overthinking and that anxiety, you got to reach out to the resources, but taking control of your emotions. So, you don't. I feel like Um, It's kind of toxic to be positive all the time We have emotions for a reason I'm not saying they should drive you But you should be able to master them So if you're not feeling great Don't bring anybody else down Just be in your little corner, work through it Reach out and just be real with yourself Because you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine That's toxic positivity There's extreme extremes to everything So Be with yourself and have enough check-ins So I'm great, I'm glad that you have that To be in your car and be like, you know what hey Kira, what's going on and this is bothering me and X, Y, and, Z. and maybe journaling journaling has been my shit forever yes. I've always did you know free verse poetry and shit on my spare time so I journal myself I haven't been feeling my best lately but I still show up as much as possible and I just be very real about my feelings if I'm not feeling okay today I tell people that I be like hey not today and then that's you it you do
0: you do and I tell Keeney I'm like well you ready to talk about it let me know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we may talk about it two weeks later yeah. He's ready and has processed it himself. And that's okay. Your friends don't have to talk about it right now because they probably still trying to process that, whatever is going on in their life. And that's okay. But we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, but however, I really I I do recommend um like yep, yeah, two days ago I went to the park. I like going to the park and just sitting in the park and just just chilling, you know, and taking my journal and writing whatever I want to write in my journal, however I'm feeling. Journaling does help out a lot. If you gotta put on the Moesha music to inspire you, do it, whatever, whatever may they have the Moisha theme song on SoundCloud. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm a troll. Yes, I put it on one time when I was journaling, and it kind of worked. Um, if y'all need that link, let me know. Um, uh, but um You know, like I said, the most effective thing lately, though, has been driving around and talking to myself. It's so crazy. If you see me in the car and I'm talking, I'm probably not on the phone. I'm probably talking to myself. And I I asked my therapist, like, am I crazy? She was like, no. She said, if this is what's helping you with your anxiety and overthinking, then go at it. And it has helped me a lot. It was just one day I was talking to a guy in the car. And I was just riding and I was just like, oh, this feels good. I feel so relieved. Like, oh my gosh. And I just started doing it every day. I I just like this is my way I can get stuff out the way I want to get it out. Because I can I'm a good I'm really good with following things in. So yeah. now it's it's been helpful, you know, with my anxiety too. I'm able to talk it out with myself. It's okay to talk shit out with yourself, y'all.
1: I'm happy for you though. I really, genuinely am. Like, that takes you a know, lot to say that out loud, and the fact that yeah, because my have those coping strategies now.
0: Yeah, my anxiety was awful, awful mm-hmm. back in the day. I it was nearly to the point where it was paranoia. Mm-hmm. So you know, especially in 2017, 18, I really thought I had to like go get like checked in somewhere because it was so bad. You know, in my last couple years of college, to the point where I kind of became, and yeah, you saw me at the function, but uh, I was little, literally locked in my my apartment sometimes because I was scared to come. Like I was just, I don't know what it was. Like I just mm-hmm. had this anxiety about a lot of things, you know. But at the, I, I was, I noticed it, and I worked towards it. So now I'm in a much better place. Mm-hmm. So whoever is out there and they're dealing with anxiety find what copes for you best but go out and try to seek it don't think it's just gonna come to you one day you're gonna just figure it out you know just figure out ways that's gonna work for you some shit might not work but still work at it so you can get to a better place mentally it's not it's not gonna happen overnight believe me honey because i'm it's been years and i'm at the best place i've been with my anxiety
1: we love to see it.
0: Yeah, we love to see it. Anything else, Kim?
1: That's pretty. You hit all the nails on the board. I just say, like, always have those positive coping strategies, whether that's exercising, chewing gum, connecting with loved uh, ones. You know, we in a pandemic, so just be gentle on yourself. You know, that's always my message every week. But yeah, setting
0: boundaries for yourself is, is very important. And so, don't project.
1: That's my final words. Don't project. Not, do not everything project. you Think is fact. Okay. <laughs>
0: Your anxiety will really cloud the reality of what's really going on. Mm -hmm. And don't let it cloud your reality because anxiety can really push you back from a lot of opportunities and things that you can do with moving forward in your life. You know, you might meet that person and your anxiety is in the way, or you might have that opportunity, like Keena said, and your anxiety is in the way. You know, I definitely, that's been my thing for a long time. So I just want to say, you are not alone, as always. And you know, you gotta go to therapy. Look up cognitive dissonance and figure out ways on how to get over that and coping ways because thinking negatively for situations and everything like that is very, very much so stressful to your body. And once I figured out how to cope with all of that, my I haven't had a lot of pain. I've been. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been easy going lately, so I'm always even pretty, pretty easy going. But you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty easy. I'm gonna go whatever the fuck, y'all. We we with it. But I
1: really that inside. <laughs> Break these <laughs> niggas out like a candle, like a
0: candle. Okay, <laughs> but in the inside, I be screaming, y'all, for real, mm. for real. I might look like I'm cool, but I'm not. Um. <laughs> I'm a fucking bad shit inside. My anxiety is to the level, and but you know I'm working on it. So we're gonna work together. Whoever, a lot of people are out there with with anxiety and shit and overthinking. It's it's fucking crazy, right? Um, but we're gonna work through it. So I'm gonna if I if I help somebody today, or me and Keenan help somebody out today, reach out to us. We can talk about it, like totally talk about it. DM me, Keiradon. I love talking about it. We can talk about it. So,
1: yeah. okay guys well thank y'all so much for every week listening to us talk about topics so if you ever want to send in a topic feel free to email keep it pod at gmail.com or as always hit our socials at care the dawn at the keenan wayne or our wonderful instagram page follow 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 it at keep it locked pod but that's all we have for you this week have a beautiful rest of whatever you're at day night evening xoxo
0: Yes, surrender and flow. Do not let that shit eat you up, y'all. And that's on period and per. Oh. Bye. Bye. Have a good week.
1: Ooh, you whore. <laughs> <laughs>